0: Hi, everyone. This is your host, Abhijit Aluwalia. I lead EY ZBB practice, and you are listening to a podcast on zero-based budgeting. Joining me today are two special guests. I want to welcome Jesse Grissom. He is America's CFO of Cow Corporation, a global consumer products company. For the last year, Jesse has been spearheading a ZBB program at Cow and will be sharing with us his experiences. Jesse, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you, Abhijit. It is a pleasure to be here with both you and Jeff. I'm very much looking forward to this dialogue. I'm also joined by Jeff Reed, EY's consumer products leader
0: for the central region. Jeff, thank you for joining.
2: Thanks, Abhijit. Uh, Very happy to be here. And Jesse, very much appreciate the time and look forward to the conversation.
0: Well, gentlemen, without further ado, let's get into it. I'm super excited to kick off this conversation. Jesse, first things first. Can you share a bit about Cal?
1: We are a global beauty company, as you mentioned. I'm part of the Americas region. The Americas region, though, includes Australia and New Zealand, as well as North America. We also have the complexity of having multiple sectors of business. We have the mass business, which is our sales of our brands like Juergens and John Frieda. We have a salon business where we sell directly into salon owners. Our brands are Goldweld. KMS, and Orbe. And we also have a Molten Brown business, which is is a high-end retail business. We deal in multiple currencies. They're all dollars, U.S. dollar, Canadian dollar, Australian dollar, New Zealand dollar. So even though we are relatively small versus the people we compete against, we still have a lot of complexity within our organization.
2: Thanks, Jesse. Very, very helpful background there and very interesting business model. As you know, ZBB is a very popular topic in the consumer products industry today, and there's many unique reasons why people have chosen to go down the ZBB path. Maybe tell us a little bit about Cal and how they came to uh, the decision to go down and look at ZBB.
1: Sure. For us, ZBB is the foundation for our future. We've been tasked by our, our parent company in Tokyo to improve our operating margins. That means getting a better return on the money that we spend. So that's not just about cutting expenses, but that's about fueling money into places that would give us a higher return. So it's important for us to get that type of exposure and level of detail against our spending, because as we look to our spending, we have to make choices. And the only way we can make choices is having the level of detail needed to make those choices. So it's not about cutting costs. It's about understanding how we're spending money. And ZBB gives us the opportunity to do that.
2: Excellent. So you talked a little bit about it not being a cost operating play, but can you tell us a little bit more about maybe some of the operational objectives you had in a little bit more detail?
1: Sure. So it is a, um, as you guys know, a very intense process trying to roll out ZBB within the organization. The first thing we had to do was engage the organization. We had to make sure that the organization understood what we were doing because the strategic objective was changing the culture of the organization and how we think about spending money. In the past, when we have looked at reducing costs, it's just been a blanket approach. Cut your spending by 5%, 10%, or whatever. Now with ZBB, it can be more of a surgical approach. We can be very precise on what we're cutting and why we're cutting it. And oh, by the way, in some areas, once we do that type of analysis, We may decide we need to spend more money in certain areas to get the bigger return. So the main objective is really to engage the organization and to start to change the culture of the organization.
0: And I think I can add to that, Jeff, because I was working pretty closely with Jesse over the last year. I think the entire leadership team of Cal has taken a deliberate step here to spend time and engage the organization. And they took that to heart and they engaged all aspects of the the organization, not just the finance function, but finance and business and people who are actually in the day-to-day operations of this organization. And they took that extra diligence, which I think has been one of the reasons why ZBB is being adopted and is being successful in the organization.
1: And Amadjik, if I could add to that, that's actually a very key point. Because really the first step was engage the senior members of our organization, the leaders of each of our functions and key business units. Because we could have a meeting with just us, with the senior management, but if they don't believe in it, they, they can't articulate to their organization why we're doing it and the importance of doing it. So that's a great point.
2: Great. Usually it's, it's a unique proposition because usually the first thing we hear in ZBB is it's all about cost optimization, cost optimization. And you enlightened us a little bit on kind of a different approach around more of the top line, change culture, et cetera. We'll come on to the culture in a second, uh, Jesse. But let me put you on the spot here a little bit. We're, you're a year in. How would you grate yourself? How do you think the organization has fared?
1: It was a challenging process. There's no question about that. Again, we're asking everyone in the organization to think differently about how we manage our money. The success factor for us is that getting immersed within the organization, everybody understanding that, and everybody being able to clearly articulate. Anytime anyone's asking the organization about ZBB, it's important for us that we're saying the same thing as far as what we're doing and why we're doing it. So when I reflect back on how successful were we in implementing ZBB, I think we did a very good job initially. And part of that was there was a partnership with EY. We were coming to this project with different perspectives. Of course, we had the internal perspective. We knew the politics. We knew the organization we were dealing with. We knew the complexity of our organization. And I could partner with the EY team as we're trying to roll this model out and what really makes sense for the organization. Fundamentally, ZBB doesn't change. But the particulars and the specifics and what you do and how you do it does change depending on the organization and depending on the structure of the organization. So based on all of that, I thought we worked very well together collaboratively to roll out ZBB. I think we made a really good start. Abidjan, any observations for Yeah, you? I
0: think for us, um, you know, no two ZBB programs are the same. Um, every client has a different and a unique situation. From a collaboration standpoint, I think Jesse has been a great client for us, and he has always considered us as part of the team. And that team room dynamics was taken out to the organization, and we worked very collaboratively across the business. A couple things that have probably helped Cow take on ZBB and have a I call it a pretty successful year one, has been a lot of the risky decisions I think Jesse took. And those risky decisions are on a couple of dimensions. I think from our standpoint, we have seen the whole budgeting exercise drowns the organization in just filling out of spreadsheets and it's a very tactical, becomes a very tactical exercise. Kao as an organization and Jesse as a leader has been very much about automation and streamlining the process and so on. And they took the risk at that stage to move forward and take on a new way of doing zero-based budgeting from a process and a technology standpoint. That one single move reduced the anxiety within the organization as it gave everyone a consistent format and a platform in which they were able to manage this budgeting process reducing the burden on the organization helped people think about the business aspect of it versus the process of ZBB. So I think that was a pretty unique move that Jesse made. And I think I want to go back to the culture and the change aspect of it. I think the fact that Jesse as a leader has been sensitive to the people change requirements, Jesse acknowledged that, almost tutored us on the importance of that. And that helped us reshape and redesign the speed of the program, which was a little different speed and a little different steps, which then allowed the people to adopt ZBB. Those two moves, I think, really made the difference in why we are here talking about ZBB in such positive light.
2: That's fantastic. Any literature you read in, in real life experience would say that cultural and change management are instrumental to challenges in, from an adoption. You've just a little bit about the goodness associated with that, but Jesse, it probably wasn't all roses. What were some of the challenges from a change perspective
1: that you had to address? Well, I know it would be a huge challenge for the organization. Intuitively, you would know that because we're asking people to work really, really hard on something very, very different, right? One thing we had to do is be very honest with the organization. We had to be very transparent. There was a lot of communication about ZBB because everyone in the organization has heard about zero-based budgeting, but then when you start talking about what does it mean to me, then that's a different conversation because from the senior leadership in the organization is trying to understand that because again they have to translate to that to their organization that oh by the way are really really busy and it's not like they have a lot of free time right so there's a lot of co- communication about ZBB there was a lot of support that we gave to the organization and i say we i mean internally with our team and also with ENY because ENY worked very very closely with our people there were a lot of training sessions. You guys were always available for questions. There was the help desk. There was all of that. And we had to be very patient with our organization because I'm sure there are plenty of times where you got feedback and your first response is, You got to be kidding me. Let's get with the program here. But that wasn't the response because we could feel their pain. And we wanted to make sure they understood that we could feel the pain. I can't say enough about working together. Now, part of getting this program in place, because there's a lot to do, it's all about decision-making. Abhijit, you kind of mentioned this. So internally, I got the alignment of the organization. I got the alignment of the senior management. And essentially, the senior management of this organization said, okay, Jess, you have our support. Let's go get it done. So as we were going through all the different phases of it and trying to make decisions, we do this, that, training, the timing, whatever, it's not like I had to go back to senior management every time to get their approval. You and I, Amberjee, could sit down and make a decision on what we would do next. Now, I'll also say this. When Abhijit and I sat down at times, it wasn't always, Abhijit, this is what I think, and he said, okay, or vice versa. So there was some good dialogue between the two of us, and that comes with trusting each other, because we're both trying to get the same thing accomplished. We're trying to get this process ingrained in our organization. So we have to trust each other. Without that trust, it would have been very difficult to execute this initiative.
0: Well, thank you, Jesse, for all those good words that element of trust I think is the cause of success for the project team but this trust goes across the organization and people believe in this concept of ZBB and they have gone beyond what you read in the media about that this is about cost and cost reduction only and they are now making it part of how they run their business it's the way of working for them and I think that's just been the way we structured this program together that's gotten us here.
1: And the other piece I would mention is that we were willing to accept people's feedback. So as we've worked throughout the organization, if there were suggestions or things we should be doing slightly differently or whatever, we embraced that feedback and incorporated it into the process. And that gave them a level of ownership in the process as well. It's not like we put something off the shelf and gave it to them, this is what we're going to do. We kind of worked it together.
2: There is a a ton of leading practice concepts in there. So thank you very much for showing that. Let me change focus just a little bit here. Some of the things that we hear about ZBB is too much going on, right? It doesn't integrate with some of the other transformations I have going on, whether that be big system stuff or M&A activity and the like. Did you face any of those challenges and how did ZBB fit into that and how did you make it work?
1: So, again, it's about the organization understanding why we were putting this tool in place. For us, ZBB wasn't a separate and distinct process. It was part of what we needed to do as an organization. We have several what I'll call transformational projects in place within our region, With ZBB, all the spending needs to link back to those strategies. So as we're having those conversations, it was actually great conversations to have the organization because we were talking about our strategies as an organization, how what they do impact those strategies. The thing I love about it, it makes people think because we have so much to do every day. We're always running, just trying to get things done. We hardly ever have time to sit back and think about what we're doing and why we're doing it. ZBB allowed the organization to take a time out to understand what we're spending money on and how it links back to our strategies. So it wasn't a separate exercise, a separate process. It was part of what we were striving to do as an organization. So that helped a lot. That's great. We talk a lot
2: about purpose and purpose being kind of so instrumental in this and that that just exemplifies what's my purpose, what's the purpose of the thing. So thank you for sharing that. So one year in, sounds, based on the conversation so far, very successful and from what I know, very successful. Jesse, is there anything as you kind of hindsight 2020, you look back, would you have done anything differently?
1: Nothing fundamentally different because I think we adjusted as we were going down the process. It was a constant learning process as we were trying to implement this. The only thing I could think of is if maybe we engaged the front end of the business a little bit more upfront, meaning sales and marketing because it's a lot easier for finance and supply chain to get their arms wrapped around something like this. It's a lot harder for sales and marketing people to understand it. It wasn't a serious issue by any stretch of the imagination, but it may have gone a little smoother if we had done that up front.
0: Well, year one is over. I think everybody who's probably listening into this podcast would be curious to know, where do you go from here? What's in store for FI20 on the ZBB roadmap?
1: From a tactical perspective, there's some things we have to do. We have to expand it to other countries that we haven't, we did not roll it out into Australia on the, the first phase, for example. There's a major function, our IT group, that wasn't involved in ZBE upfront, because they were going through a separate transformational exercise. We'd like to expand it to include the entire PL, looking at all of our spending by brand to do the same type of exercise. Strategically, we want to continue to work on the strategy alignment because we are trying to be very, very disciplined on the organization understanding and working towards those strategies. So we want to make sure all the spending that we do in this organization links back to our strategies. That's an important thing. And that's beyond 2020. That's going to take a while because we spend a lot of money in a lot of different buckets. So it's going to take a while to get there. For example, our parent company, later this year, they're asking for a 2025 projection. We're going to be able to leverage this tool in order to deliver something that makes sense. In the past, quite frankly, it's been a numbers drill. Now it can be all about business strategies and how they link over the next five years. So that's the important piece of this process.
0: And I think, Jeff, in 2019, as the organization went through the ZBB year one journey, they have recognized the importance of clearly articulated strategies because strategies always existed. It was now about actually everyone understanding what these strategies are. And I think that is one of the peripheral benefits that has come out that more employees in the organization now understand what these strategies are. And I think that's a really good thing because to their point of purpose that now they understand what the purpose they're working towards. As they make decisions related to spend, they're making those clearly linked to their strategy. So it's been a journey that started
1: and it sounds like it's going to extend into the next year and then beyond. We always talk about strategies. We talk about strategies being about making choices. Because we can't do everything and what are the choices we need to make in the organization where this tool gives us the ability to more intellectually make those choices to understand the impact of those choices. So it all hangs together.
0: And I think just because um, Jesse has been talking about this tool, it's something that we have put together obviously with in collaboration with Jesse and his team. It's a cloud-based solution where budgeting from creation of targets to budgets to actual management of these budgets throughout the year, which is comparisons of actuals and budgets, and then supported by analytics and reporting. It's all in one solution, and it is not something that is either owned by IT or finance. It is actually owned by the business leaders, and they can just do their own analysis. It's decision-making has been
1: defragmented versus keeping it centralized, which is, again, again, a peripheral benefit. If I could add that, Amaji, which increases the level of ownership of the individuals in the organization because in the past, it's been a finance drill, right? Pulling the budget together, pulling the numbers together. Well, now everybody owns it. Everybody's had a piece of it. Everybody has visibility to it. Everybody has a visibility of what they're spending and why they're spending and what they say they're spending money on. So there's a complete ownership that crosses every organization and everyone in the organization, which is critically important. Excellent. Jesse, there are a lot of
0: our clients and other peers of yours in the industry who are considering doing ZBB, but they're on the fence for various reasons. Any word of advice from your last 12 months on how they should think about taking on ZBB and what should their journey look like?
1: Well, I think when you think about something like ZBB, it's very important to think strategically. It's very important to think beyond year one or year two. How is this helping me get to the journey I need to be on? Because every organization needs to think strategically. They need to think about the current year, the implications of that to the next year, the implications of that to the next year. So with the tool of ZBB, it helps the organization think that way. This is a tool that requires a lot of investment. It's not just about money, but it's also about people investment. So it's very important, A, to make sure they're clearly articulating to the organization why they would take this tool on, and B, what this tool will do for them. Because it's actually going to help us work smarter. It's actually going to help us perform better as an organization. The organization is winning. Everybody's winning. So the biggest piece of advice is to think in those terms and to understand the importance of this tool long term. And once you implement this, once you engage, once you make that decision, make sure that you have the patience to work through it with the organization, make sure you've got key personnel in our organization. Bethany Wolf was integral to rolling this out to the organization. You need someone like that to help this role internally through the organization, and make sure you're picking the right third party. And I would say, Ian Wise is the right third party. It's been an invaluable tool for us And, you know, of course, we're in finance, but we actually got so excited as we were learning more and more about the tool and what some of the things the tool could do. So it doesn't take a lot to really energize the organization about the tool. It aligns our strategies. It automates our processes, give us visibility into this. It does so much. And I'm I'm really looking forward to the future because there's so much more that it can do for us. So it's been a fabulous, fabulous undertaking with you guys.
0: Well, Jesse, thank you for those kind words. It has been a total pleasure talking with you today. And if I can conclude our conversation, ZBB should not be considered just as a cost reduction exercise. And I think we have just heard from Jesse. It should be considered more as a mechanism for managing your end-to-end strategy. Also, for ZBB to be successful, you have to give your organizations time and support. There is no way... You should try to push this through the organization. The results are that if you do take time up front and to align your organization, ZBB will be accepted faster and it will become the way of working. And last but not the least, from a process standpoint, ZBB can really help you upgrade and simplify your planning processes so that your teams can focus on managing and delivering strategy. With that. I want to thank you again, Jesse and Jeff. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. If you have any questions related to ZBB, please feel free to reach out to us at EY. Thank you.